Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Kerry and Ali here again. Today we want to talk about plastic surgery. Would you have it or are you against it? So Kerry, even though I really do know the answer to this, <laughs> what do you think of plastic surgery? Well, there's no way that I'm going to grow old gracefully. And I love plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, you, you know this about me. I've had plastic surgery on my eyelids. So mm -hmm. I had my upper and my lower eyelids um, removed and tightened because my upper lids literally hang down on, on my eyelashes and I had underneath my eyes the biggest blue bill bags you've ever seen in your life <laughs> and what's worse is everybody used to say to me um are, are you tired are you tired you look a bit tired are you tired my mum particularly would always say that <laughs> and my husband one day I remember being in a shopping centre and he went oh your eyes are bad today and I was like, thanks, that's made me feel great today. Um, but I look, would look at my face and all I would see is my eye bags. That's all I noticed. And it became quite an issue for me. I, I was even in public, I, would, I didn't like looking down at my phone because I felt like they hung down more. I know <laughs> they didn't. I know they didn't and it's ridiculous, but I had issues. So my, my mum one day said to me, Kerry, here's the money, go and get your eyes sorted out. So I did, and that was five years ago. As I say, how old were you? So that was five, so what was I, 44? I suppose the problem is, anything that we feel isn't right about our face or our body, we don't look at the 99% that's okay. We just focus on that one area. Oh so did it make you 100%. feel a lot better? Oh my gosh, it made me feel a hundred billion times better. Honestly, it was for me psychologically, I know it sounds quite extreme, but it was a massive deal for me. And yeah, it, it definitely made me feel so much better about my appearance. And I know that sounds really vain, but I work, I work in beauty anyway. So I'm talked to ladies all the time that have so much work done. Um, and then you start looking at yourself in areas that you haven't looked at before. And you know, you start lifting your chin up going, oh, I wouldn't mind a little lower facelift or. <laughs> You've noticed that I've done that, have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind a little nip or a little tuck there. Were you worried about what could go wrong? Okay, I was really excited. So once I'd had my consultation, it was about two weeks after that, that I was going to have the surgery done. So I was really excited. But I remember the day of the surgery, I was in this little room, and it was about 20 minutes before I was about to go under the knife. And I had a mini moment of panic, thinking, what am I doing? What if he makes a mistake on my face, and I come out with wonky eyes, or I can't see, or you know, or something terrible goes wrong. I can't hide my face. And then I just had to talk to myself and say, don't be ridiculous. I, I checked the surgeon out and I knew lots of ladies that had had surgery with this um, surgeon and I'd seen his, his results, which were good. So I just had to chuck that out of my head and, and thank goodness everything went smoothly. Although I, I do know ladies that have had surgery and they've had a nightmare. So I know one lady, she had um, a facelift, so if it's lower, anyway, she had a facelift done. And when, when she was healing, her body 
rejected the deep cuts or I don't know I don't know it's called encrosis is basically the the term for it it's where mm. your skin will not knit back together after it's been cut oh. mm. so she had a face lower facelift and obviously it's deep incisions and the skin wouldn't knit back together and she had just holes in the side of her face that got infected and it was oh. a nightmare I mean eventually it healed but it looks like the skin's burnt in those areas mm. you know it looks like it's been burnt on those areas but the surgeon wouldn't know that she had that condition. She didn't no. know she had that condition until she had that deep incision work done, you know? So it, there is obviously risks. Yeah. Imagine that happened around my eyes. I, I suppose for me, I've always said, no, I'd never have any plastic surgery because I just see the risks as just far too great. Number one, you have an anaesthetic. And I think um, yeah. unless you really have to have an anaesthetic, don't have it because things do happen but it's the balance you know is it something that's life-saving or you really need then you take that risk if it's not then you don't take that risk then there's the side of all the things that could go wrong I know like you did all your research but you are a unique person that reacts in a unique way but saying that up to about a year ago at 53 (laughs) I was definitely no I I don't need it I don't want it I'm just going to you know maybe grow old gracefully not like you disgracefully Um, (laughs) but um I would say the last year I've really noticed that in between my eyes I've got like a frown line that you know makes me look like I'm a little bit more angry than I actually am definitely my lower jaw there's not the definition I suppose I'm of a frame of when I say plastic surgery I put everything into that I put Botox I put fillers I put everything but I think especially lately when we've been talking about these this subject more and more because of both of us getting older, I've realized that there's so many different levels until you actually get to having a knife on your skin. And there's a lot of uh, surgeons out there now that will actually do it and you don't need a general anesthetic. So I I'm just I'm, going to say that I'm learning now, especially from you yeah. and the stuff that we've looked into, that actually I'm putting everything into one bag. And I don't yeah. need to. There are so many like skin pills. There's um, things that can tighten your skin up. There is so much, you know, Botox, if it's a really good nurse or doctor, fillers. I didn't realize until the other week that it's more natural now and it dissolves. So I'm looking at, you know, 10, 15 years ago when people had these lumps on their face and that was it. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're deformed for yeah. life. I'm, I'm sort of coming around to your way, but I don't think I'd ever... But then never say never ever um go under a knife with a general anesthetic for something that is beauty related because for me that's a just a step too far that was a biggie for me the general anesthetic actually when I had my mini panic um before I went in because I've got children as well that I thought oh my god I'm putting myself under a general for vanity Mm. and and your head gets a little bit like what are you doing you know Mm. but I think a happy mum is a happy house (laughs) One way of looking at it. Would right. you have anything done on your body? Because obviously you've had yeah. it done on your face. <laughs> do you want to think about that one? I don't need to think about that at all. <laughs> okay, so, so what would you have I, done? Okay, I would I would never have my boobs done. Never say never. <laughs> I don't it again. Think, <laughs> I know. I don't think I'd want my boobs done. I think that there's good enough bras and stuff that can make your shape look good without mm. having, I, I worry about silicon implants. And if you had a breast cancer issue or something like that, that you can okay. find a lump and things. Yeah. So that worries me. Um, 
as I'm getting older, I've noticed that I have bingo rings and there is surgery where you can have no bingo way. rings cut off. Yeah. Oh, my, oh that's a bit dramatic. You know when you, oh, I know, but you have a little scar down your arm so people would know, but it would be nice, wouldn't it, not to swing as you wave. And, oh my God, I'd have lipo 100%. You don't need lipo. Oh my God. So love handles, you could just... So, like get a bit of um, fat out with a bit of lipo just just a little bit here and there but I I don't want plastic surgery to change me again like when we spoke about Botox and fillers like you see young girls and they have massive lips or they have big mm. cheeks filled up and they, they don't look like the same person mm. yeah they don't look like the same person they've literally changed how they look yeah and with plastic surgery I think I just want to try to keep the years off I think yeah. that's what I would like to do with plastic surgery. Tummy yeah. tuck. <laughs> the only thing that really, really worries me, because obviously my side is more the mental side, but I just feel that we as a society, and especially as women, are bombarded with these images of what a perfect woman should look like. And I remember years ago when I, I was either late teens or early 20s, and I sort of said to my nan, oh, I've got these on the side, you know, on my hips. I could really do with losing a bit of weight. And she went, you're a woman. That's where fat will go. And that's what gives you a womanly shape. But I think we're having so many images bombarded at us that actually having a little bit of fat around our hips or a slight tummy, we see that as like so awful. But then you have a Kim Kardashian saying, well, actually, let's have a really big backside. All of a sudden, that's acceptable. So oh, I, I, I do worry that you look amazing, but you're looking at your body with certain areas and saying, but that's not the way I want to be viewed. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think like I just said earlier, if you can just improve bits here, a lot of it comes down to money as well, Ali. I mean, could you God, imagine me if, I was if you were rich? Oh my God! <laughs> could you imagine what I'd have done? <laughs> but I think it's just about improving, improving, improving. Or if yeah. you have an issue, like I had in my eyes, like some ladies are flat chested, and that must be awful to be totally, flat chested. Totally. You have the opposite problem. <laughs> yes, I do over here. <laughs> but it must be even to be too big, though, and and have a reduction. You know, things like that. I think make a massive impact on your on your mind you know it can really affect how you feel totally. in a bad way you know as yeah, well totally I, but I so, think there's that once again that's that balancing thing the fact yeah, that there yes, is if you had really big boobs and you have really bad backache or you just feel that every time you walk down the street that everyone's really staring at you that's having a psychological and a physical effect on you and that is you know something that actually if you rectify you're going to feel a lot happier you know, your yeah. eyelids were very heavy on on your over your eyelashes and stuff, you know, for your age, you know, because you were having that problem when you oh. were like late 30s. Yeah. Um, you're thinking, well, what am I going to be like when I'm 60? And it oh did God, affect really? you. I know how much it affects you. So I, I can understand that. But I suppose it's when it's smaller things and the fact that someone wouldn't want bye bye arms, but they wouldn't mind a long scar under her arm it you know I'm sorry but that just makes me think that's a little bit on the the other side of things yeah but saying that I always think if you can actually do these things with hard work yeah and actually look after your body and you know every morning get up and do 50 push-ups and 100 sit-ups or something 
and that's going to to help you then do that because most people got no problem sitting in front of a tv for an hour a day so we have got time to do those things it's just it's people don't not part of us and no people don't and they'd rather have the surgery yeah, yeah. yeah. so i think yeah totally you know, i just feel maybe i'm a little bit old-fashioned when it comes to all that side of things but saying that when we're going to the lower level of maybe not under a knife as such i am yeah. more now open to maybe looking at fillers and botox and other things because i think yeah. when you feel that when you look in a mirror you look how you want to look that yeah. helps you so much mentally and is going to give you that enthusiasm for life just, and confidence yeah. yes because i think we've got yeah. so much of society saying you're getting older you're getting older you're getting older you can't do these things and then you look yeah. in the mirror and you don't look how you want to look yeah that has a, an effect on us and i think yeah, it you look does. in the mirror and you think i feel great you know i've if you've really worked out well and you've got a body that people look at you and say god for your you know your 50s you know your figure's amazing that gives you yeah. such a boost but i yeah. don't think so when, when i do it naturally first yeah um, well, you know that I have loads of Botox and fillers. <laughs> <laughs> but when I have my Botox, um, which I have about every three or four months, when I see um, people, most people go, oh, you're looking really well. And mm. I, I know that I've had Botox, but I then just feel like, oh, thanks. And it does, it just makes you feel better, mm. you know? And I think, again, why, why would you not want that feeling? Yeah, and, and I suppose... I remember the very first time that you had filler in your lips and I thought I can see why and obviously once again with the boob side the lip side I'm quite lucky with as well yeah <laughs> but um it did look really strange to start with to me but I got used to it and then I sort of forgot yeah. about it and it wasn't until yeah. maybe a year ago you mentioned about oh I'm having my Botox and my filler done again and I said well where are you having your filler and you said well in my lips and I'm like you still have it in your lips I actually didn't realise, I thought your lips were natural because it's like, I forgot about it. Yeah. And again, I don't do it where I go ginormous of anything. I always just do it just to put back what's going as I'm getting older. Yeah. Because your yeah. lips get thinner and you get their frown lines and stuff. So yeah, I try to use Botox and fillers just to keep me looking fresher rather than changing things. Mm. I mean, I've been tempted to, to have cheek filler and jaw filler. I've been tempted but I look at some people that have had it and they almost, Simon Cowell is a prime example. So he's Botox to the max on his head. And I know he's a celeb and the celebs do go a bit crazy with their Botox and fillers, but he's had cheek filler and now his eyes have gone mm. like a hamster. You can't see his eyes yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. And I've seen that quite a lot of times with people. So that freaks me out a little bit because mm. I don't want to lose my, lose my eyes. I, I would um, say in um, celeb world, the person that I think has, has in the past, I haven't seen her recently, but in the past has had an amazing surgeon, is Sharon Osborne. Totally I mean, agree. I think she looks so natural. Amazing. You know you've had it done. So, I mean, it yeah. does prove that actually, if you have it done yeah. right, I've not had it done before, but I would say my tip is to not go too far if you're going to have it. Have it just to enhance you and to make you feel refreshed and better about yourself. Don't go for taking 20 years off because it won't look natural and, and another thing a lot of and sorry Ellie another thing a lot of people say is like I was what 44 when I had my eyes done mm -hmm. a lot of people say why didn't you wait till you're 50 why mm. 
<laughs> why wait till you're 50 if I've got six years like people tend to think you've got to wait till you're really bad and then take 20 years off but don't yeah. just do it when you feel you need it it's you know? funny you should say that because it was something you mentioned in our YouTube um channel on one of our chats and you were saying about the fact with you having Botox the fact that your skin's not moving so it's not creasing the skin now I've never yeah. thought about my my sort of indentation above my nose and between my eyebrows the fact that actually indentation it is an indentation now but <laughs> if I pull the skin apart you know so it's flat I can actually see a really deep wrinkle there and I never yeah. thought of it before that actually if you're having Botox in the right places your skin's yeah. not moving so much so you're not getting the, 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 the creases the wrinkles or whatever where I'm looking at it once I age maybe yes. with the Botox I'm still sort of thinking about it you know that would rectify <laughs> yeah, I know you are <laughs> um, it's going to rectify the situation but it's not it, so no. I can I, it's, it's I'm almost, seeing it in yeah. a different way now yes yeah like it's a preventative rather than a cure mm. <laughs> you, you understand yeah yes, it's no, like you're definitely. just slowing it down yeah so yeah just finally what would you say would be the biggest tips for someone that's maybe looking for a surgeon or thinking about it okay something that I think is of utmost importance is to find somebody that's had the work done don't just look at their before and after pictures because they could just be made up which they wouldn't be probably but they could they could be their best work mm -hmm. yeah um I would I would I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I deal with a lot of people that have a lot of treatment so I was quite lucky that I could find people quite easily so definitely go on recommendation personally I wouldn't go abroad mm -hmm. I feel like when I had my eyes done, if I had a problem, I could go and knock on that hospital door and, and see the surgeon, you know, mm. I wouldn't want to come home and have a problem. I actually knew somebody years and years ago that had a nose job done and she went to Czechoslovakia and yeah. the bit between her eyes, they chiseled too much bone away and it looked like a knife, a, a knife edge. It looked <gasps> so narrow. Yeah. So it's so narrow between her eyes and then it went flared out like mm -hmm. a little triangle she kept contacting them and they said it was scar tissue that's attaching itself to the bone give it a year and it will flatten out it didn't mm -hmm. it was it was a nightmare for her she she then had to put filler into this area to try to mm -hmm. beef it back out but she couldn't get to speak to anybody so definitely yeah. i had to go in the uk okay what else so just another tip when i was healing i found the best things to use is arnica homeopathic little capsule things okay and you can buy them in boots or super drug or holland and barrett and arnica cream best thing to stop bruising ever for me it worked it worked I've a treat that's good so, before for bruising. yeah yeah and another one is just don't go too far just remember that you are who you are <laughs> and you can make yourself look the best you can be but you don't need to try to be looking like somebody on instagram or facebook or a celeb which yeah. you can actually do nowadays can't you yeah and another thing is we are all individuals and the way our faces and, and heads are shaped, et cetera, et cetera, something that looks good on one person isn't necessarily going to look good on you. So maybe take what your surgeon's telling you, which would be yeah. best. Take their advice. Don't go, well, you know, I want this. It's a bit like going into a hairdresser's and say, well, I want oh, a so-and-so hairstyle yeah. and your shape of your head yeah. is just not going to suit it. So I suppose it's just <laughs> yeah. your surgeon. Yeah, actually saying that, I had um, a, a little situation with my eye. So after my surgery and it, and it had healed, about a month later, I felt like my lower lids were still a little bit baggy for my liking. And so I said to him, Look, I feel like they're, they're a bit baggy. And I said, could we take a tiny bit more out? And he said, if I take a bit more out, you could have eyelids that pull down like a bloodhound. You know, like you will see the oh, inner no, red bit look, of your no. eyes. 
And so I instantly was like, no, don't. And I gave it a year and they, they fixed themselves, you know? And right, I, yes. So you just got to trust the surgeons. Yes, They're the experts. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you. Um, I hope that our ladies that are listening to this found this interesting. And, you know, it's sort of, you know, two points of view, because I think if you were completely let loose, you would go mad. And I think that <laughs> if I could, you know, just just do a few little things that would make my skin feel a bit better or whatever, I think I would definitely, without being pushed by you, uh, not have anything done. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we look forward to um, talking to you all next week. So bye. Bye.